Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Jackie and I'm Stacy and we are talking today about unity. We are in a series on unity and it's February and it's gorgeous outside and today we're talking about faith and unity and how uh, how they fit together. How unity looks through the lens of faith and how faith looks through the lens of unity. And so um, I'm excited. We talked last week about ourselves and our relationship with the, with the topic of unity. And this one's really rather heady. I feel like, what do you Mm. think? I feel like this is a, we're tackling a big one here. It's like like an (laughs) octopus. There's like so many arms and legs or whatever. Ah, I guess would be the right term, but whatever. And as we always, I love it. As we always say, we are not experts. We do not claim to be experts. We're just two friends chatting about a topic that interests us. And we love to invite you into that chat. And so we're That's really right. glad you're here. And Stacey's going to lead our conversation today. That's right. Um, you guys, you know how sometimes we're like all over the place today? I'll likely also be over the place, but I have this <laughs> illusion that I've got some direction for us today. I love that so. you said sometimes. <laughs> I love your optimism. Yep. Very optimistic. But thanks for joining us because, again, you know, we're just talking about stuff. We love it. It's great. Yep. Um, so we've been talking about unity and we've defined unity as togetherness, like a shared something, a shared bond, shared experiences. Um, so I'm kind of just taking that definition and saying, okay, if t- unity is togetherness, then like, what does that have to do with faith? How do you, mm. like, does that mean like, Obviously, that's the question we ask every time we talk about faith is this topic. How does it have to do with it? But um, I guess what I'm asking today, and so Jackie, be thinking about this, is that, like, what do we want or expect out of our faith? Like, what are we, there's, like, ourselves. Do we expect that we have to believe everything that other people believe who say that they have the same faith? I sure hope not. <laughs> do I, um, so, like, that's the big, the thing I'm first want to ask is yeah gosh it kind of starts with like these expectations like Jackie and I share the same faith so sometimes we talk about faith and it's a little bit boring because we're only talking about it from one faith world and um it'd be really interesting to have you guys comment a little bit more with us yeah to tell us kind of what your expectation is of unity and faith does it help you feel united with other people when you share faith because that's your shared bond, your shared experience, your togetherness, which is the what we're defining unity as. Um, but here's my question. Here's my next question for you with that one in our background, Jackie. Okay. Is that what does God want of us? Yeah. What is God expecting of us? Or, I mean, I think every faith has like a, a God or many gods perhaps. But what does God want us to be like unified with each other? Or with him, the God, or with the God? Are we supposed to be unified with God, unified with each other or everything? 
Like all of us are just supposed to be the same. What do you think? Do you think God wants us all just to be the same and believe all the things and just be like perfect and holy and bow down to them all the time? <laughs> like that I, sounds a little bit nutso. It sounds nutso. Did you want to create like an army of robots? No, I don't think so. I really hope not. I don't. I mean, the Bible talks a lot about unity, but I mean, I don't, I don't think that's what it means. Right. right. So like there's some stuff in the Bible. Cause if you take like, here's the whole entire Bible, right. And here's the problem. We take out one little snippet and go, well, God says do everything, make every effort that leads to peace with each other. Yep. Okay. Every effort live in harmony with one another. <gasps> right. Um, is that what unity is living in harmony? I can't tell if you're asking the question or if you're being rhetorical right now. I'm not. I'm totally <laughs> asking. I mean, I mean, it could be either way, but do what do you think, Jackie? Do you think that it means that we have to be in harmony all the time? Is that what unity means to you? Um, I, it just, it's not what it means to me. No. 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 So then I, what would that mean? Um, is harmony the same as unity? I don't think so because I hmm. think that that – well, there's some overlap. <laughs> yeah. A, <laughs> a Venn diagram. Yeah, there's definitely some overlap. And I think um, if our expert ex- expectation, that's the word I'm going for, is um, total agreement, I don't, I don't think that's possible. I mean, we're individuals with different perspectives and different histories and different understanding of the same scripture. And so um, I, I just don't even think that's possible until we're in heaven and um, with Jesus. But I think that unity is possible um, and that it, it can provide some harmony. Um, but I don't think it means agreeing on every single thing because I don't think that's possible. Right, right. Um, but I think our unity, at least in terms of my particular faith, has more to do with um, uh, where the unity, where that unity and love comes from Mm. the source of that unity being christ um Ah. is is more what that means to me um yeah brilliant i love it i think you've okay you've already solved the end of my questioning okay the end (laughs) done I should have held that back. No, you should no, not no, have. No, I mean, you absolutely should not have. You answered, <laughs> you answered the question that I'm asking. And so let's continue talking about that. So Jackie says it's more the source of love and the source of our faith. That's really the unifier, not necessarily who we are, that we're all the same. It's mm-hmm. that we're all kind of maybe looking in the same direction or even our that, I love, I love that visual. Like I, if we're all just like looking at each other and at ourselves and trying to find unity in the specific things we believe and, you know, like my faith is not in what I believe. I know I'm wrong about some things. Um, I mean, I don't know what those things are. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope <laughs> that, that they'll be revealed to me. Like I hope that but I, I can't be right about everything because we can't all be right about everything. Right. So if that's where my, if that's where I'm going to look for unity, then we're all in trouble. But, um, but that, that visual, like if we're all looking up at Christ, you know, again, coming from my faith perspective, 
then we can be unified in that. Mm. And I mean, Jesus said, I, I'm the, the way that I'm the road, I'm the truth, I'm the life. And so if you, if, if that's what we're unified on then the rest kind of falls away a little bit, I mean, of course the things we believe are important, they're important to each of us. Um, but that's, I think where, where unity plays a part for me in terms of my faith. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I, um, I think what going kind of down that path a little bit is that a lot of what we kind of pull from the Bible or what we do to each other just as people is kind of talking about in, in our faith, if we're all going to be the same, then we all should do the same stuff. Or, you know, like it's all about kind of what God wants from us. Like we should all behave this way. There's always 10 commandments. So I guess the question, (laughs) do you, do you think God wants us all to be like exactly like him or perfect or all of us, as long as we follow all of these same rules? Um, I mean, we've kind of already answered that it, that we're all like looking towards God. Um, and that that's the unifier of our faith. But I mean, what about all these commandments and rules or shoulds? Like, do we all have to fit into this one line and then I'll start walking in the same direction towards the source? You're such giant, vague questions that I'm <laughs> saying. I'm sorry. No, it's these are all really good questions and things that we all think about all the time. But I think one of the things that makes me think of, and tell me what you think of this, but um, I learned this concept several years ago from a pastor named Greg Boyd. And he, he talks about the fact that a lot of us have a faith that's like a house of cards. And so we believe all these things to be true about God because of what we've read or what we've heard or what we grew up hearing in our particular church or what our parents told us. And, um, we hold so tight to those things that if someone questions something that we believe to be true about God, we get really upset and freaked out because, our faith is a house of cards. And if they prove that one thing to be untrue, then the whole thing comes crashing down, Mm. including our faith. But if our faith is more like concentric circles and at the center is Jesus, and then our, you know, the things that we know to be true or believe to be true about our faith go out like concentric circles with, you know, the, the, the most important things towards the center, like, um, the Trinity, things like that. And then as you go outward, other like secondary things that we can agree to disagree on, like communion, maybe, or when you should get baptized, you kind of are moving outward from that center, which is Christ. Then if someone disagrees with something that is in an outer circle, you can, you can agree to disagree because it's not going to shake your faith. If that thing is not true that you believe, Mm -hmm. because it's an, it's an outer circle. It's not a house of cards where if that thing is not proven to not be true somehow then the whole thing falls apart so that that is a source of real comfort for me because I can love someone really a ton and disagree with them and be totally okay with that and still feel unified with them in faith um, because of that kind of visual that works for me in terms of how I view my faith does that make sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I would kind of apply that to what just other people are doing too they're not necessarily an argument over a faith-based item, but mm, let's say they're doing something that you think is wrong or bad or outside of some commandment or should be doing something else. If that's the core of what your faith is to you is what you're right. doing. Yeah. Um, I'm, 
at least me, my full belief is that I've been wrong. I have been so, so wrong about that in so many times (laughs) where I thought if I was doing this thing, then that will make me unified with God and have this excellent faith, right? Where, Mm -hmm. um, and if someone's doing something differently than that, or if I'm doing something differently that I think I should be doing, that somehow I'm no longer facing the right direction. I'm not in that posture of facing the source or God or like I'm disconnected because I'm not following some kind of rules or something. Um, and that's been a big challenge for me personally, um, both in yeah. my judgment of myself and judgment of others. And I see it too in the division of just people. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, I everywhere, think- I think. Yeah, I think that what you're hitting on is so important that um, the word, we've talked about this so much over the last couple of years is that word should, right? Anytime Ugh. we have in mind something that should be a certain way, all that does is break down unity. All that does. There's mm-hmm. very little good that com- unity that comes from the word should, right? And yep. it's just dangerous w- with ourselves or with others or in community um, or in faith. It's really really super dangerous. So anytime you hear yourself thinking that word, definitely I'd encourage myself to all of us to think, wait, really? Is that true? Like, (laughs) you know, I mean, is that should more important than unity or relationship in this moment, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I, and I try to go back, I read this book, um, many years ago now and I can't find it. So I must've loaned it to someone. So I went back through kind of like some journals. I was trying to find my notes on that book. And then I went down a deep rabbit hole of notes on all these books. I love it. The good and beautiful God. And Mm -hmm. the book was written not about like what we, what we think we should be doing, but like, what does God say? What does God say about who he is? It's not like what other people say who, who God is or what God wants or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I did not, this note is just, this is just a Bible verse, but it's Jesus saying he require. he said, I require mercy, not sacrifice. Mm. And I think about that in unity because I think it has a lot to do with the word should, at least for myself, is that it's not about what I am doing. It's about how I'm connecting Love and it. that's the unity. And Jackie and I obviously are very big. Everybody should know that. If they've ever listened to us before about connecting with each other and with these big ideas and just with our people and community. I mean, that's what all our topics are really about. Yeah, you're right. Is relationship <laughs> with self. Yeah. Going out in these concentric circles, God, our faith, you know, with our close relationships and then our community. I mean, every topic we have is really all about kind of connection and relationship yeah totally. relationship right totally and so yep. um but I I t- like to go back to be reminded of like what did God say about all of this? absolutely right and yeah. I think what we what Jackie and I believe to be true is that God doesn't expect us to be all the same to be all perfect or all commandmented up there's a new <laughs> word I just invented commandmented up <laughs> Hashtag. So good. (laughs) Um, But having unity in our faith or with God means not that we have to be perfect, but for our faith, for Christianity, is that Jesus was already God and he was already perfect. Right. And that he stood 
in line for us. You know, he opened the door. I don't know how else to say it in a million different ways, you know, right. put us on the guest list. You opened the door, you know, to the, can you say that Jesus opened the speakeasy? I think he went, might have. I think he would have. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so I, um, you know, like that's what, when people say in Christianity stuff, like the good news, I was always like, what are they even talking about? What does that mean? And that is the good news. The good news is that we don't have to be perfect. Unity doesn't mean being perfect like God because we just couldn't. We couldn't. We can't. We can't. We should. We we can't should ourselves into perfection. Um, I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> I just had to take a moment and say, I'm just so grateful for that. It really feels like a deep, big breath. It does. Relief. When I believe it and when I yeah. remember it. Yeah. When yeah. I remember that it's not like sacrifice and work and doing all it, these things and struggling. It does um, take daily reminding yourself, daily returning to that truth and remembering it for sure. For sure. So that Jesus said that and I read it in Matthew nine twelve, guys. So if you ever want to look it up or see it, it's probably in other Oh, I have it. Can I read a quick scripture, Stace? Uh Yeah. Okay. This is Philippians 2, the message version. Mm. If you've gotten anything at all out of following Christ, if his love has made any difference in your life, if being in a community of the spirit means anything to you, if you have a heart, if you care, then do me a favor. Agree with each other. Love each other. Be deep spirited friends. Don't push your way to the front. Don't sweet talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourself long enough to lend a helping hand. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and took the status of a slave, became human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he led a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death, the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. So I I guess what I love about that scripture, um, I mean, it talks about a unity that comes from love, Mm -hmm. that comes from not trying to put ourselves first, not trying to clamor to the top or get special privileges or be set apart in a, in a, in a, um, like a superior way. Um, and I think that's when we can get ourselves in trouble with our faith is when we think of it as kind of some kind of an advantage or superior somehow, and that the unity comes from being like Christ and that he didn't think of himself that way, even though he had every right to, because he was God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So crazy to me. So I think there's some piece, some element of unity that has kind of, that has to involve some selflessness. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. know, But that selflessness comes from knowing that you are a part of the whole. Mm. Right. I think of like a puzzle, a a jigsaw puzzle. Okay. No piece. I mean, you know, they're all different and they right. only fit in a certain spot or like a certain whatever, but you know, each one is unique right. and individual and yet together builds this beautiful portrait 
or maybe a funny one. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe just the co- solid color blue if it's the most torturous puzzle of all time. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but, you know, every piece, everybody, and that's like what we are. We're each a puzzle piece. You know, the Bible says that we are all one body, but we're all right. many parts and we all have a different right. function. And we are all unique and beautiful in our own thing. Yet together, in when we're working in unity, um, you know, like when one hand knows what the other hand is doing, I'm, I'm mixing <laughs> I'm not mixing metaphors, but I'm mixing parts of the Bible and messages, really. I love it. But that's when we can work so beautifully. Like you're you're saying that love comes from this unity. Yeah. And, and ultimately, we really haven't talked about it a lot, which is funny because really God's one desire is to be in relationship with us. Yep. That's the unity. That's the togetherness. That's yeah. the shared experience. Yeah. That's the bond that right. God wants from us. Not, I don't know going to the right college or, um, you know, not cussing or what, you know, all of these other things that we feel like are things that we should be doing or shouldn't be doing. And, um, God just wants to be with us. And so if unity and relationship is like literally fitting together in a puzzle or, um, being a part of a body, then, you know, that is what faith does. It says, I bring something here. Um, you know, I'm worthy, I'm loved, and I fit, right? I'm here, <sighs> and I'm here to show up for it. And, you know, that's like what God is trying to tell us daily and remind us with these amazing sunrises and sunsets. And, um, you know, maybe by providing mm-hmm. people that are serving or loving or giving towards you. And um, so I guess that's really the message through all this rigmarole is that's the unity of the Christian faith. And so it would be interesting to find out about unity in other types of faiths. That would be really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the Christian faith is really about God desiring to be Emmanuel to us, for us, the God with us. Love it. Um, Love it. Yeah. So we always end an episode with a via con Dios are this like the most <laughs> cheesy way of saying it. Via con Dios, I guess. Maybe Vaya I should have a better, <laughs> better accent like my son Clark does at the beginning of this episode. Yes, um, <laughs> he's so cute. That was like little Clark now, right? I know. He's it's been a while. Big and old and sophisticated. <laughs> we'll have him do it again. He'll be like, hello. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. <laughs> um, so fun. Yeah. So at the end of this episode, so I have a really simple thing came, comes from a, an experience that I had yesterday in on a forest walk with a dear mm. friend of mine, Maria. And it was like, I think it was about forest breathing. So here's what I want you guys to remember is that we're all, we all have to breathe every day. This is something unifying together. It's <laughs> one thing we all have to do yes. every day. So um, my viacondios for you is to get near a plant outdoors, preferably, but I mean, whatever, or, you know, look at a pleasant sunrise or sunset or sky or something, but be near a plant. And I want you to do like 10 real deep breaths and recognize that we are all a part of this world, even that plant, right? 
um, is providing for you and interacting with you. So I just want you to do 10 breaths. That's my via con Dios for you today. Okay. While you're thinking about how we are connected and how God wants to be, you know, God with us. He wants to be Emmanuel for you. Love it. All right. I'm in. Yeah. And also go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. <laughs> well, or, when, when people are listening to this, we'll already know the outcome. We'll so. know. We'll know. Yep. So <laughs> I love it. Thanks for, thanks for that. Say, so I'm going to do that every day this week and I'm going to just think about unity and think about God with me and breathe 10 breaths. So, okay. All right. We love you guys.